day, mate. It's big croc ball talk. <laughs> oh my god. Mate, Acorn. It's the sickest cunt in West Sydney. Crikey. Jordan Flegler. Jordan, how's it going, mate? Wow. This is uh, this is different. You know, I, this is unfair though. Cause you're <laughs> you're trying like you're. This is actually semi decent, I guess. Still not great, but you know, you, this is. Well, master. The these aren't. These aren't uh, the Irish, accents. I think. These aren't the accents <laughs> I'm used to you doing. I'm used to you know your Arnold and your uh, you know, the, mm-hmm. the worst mm-hmm. accents I've ever heard. So I mean, classics. You're improving, I guess. Job. No man, uh, big dog ball talk. Don't get it twisted. Your first time with us, not Australian, not uh, a croc talk. Yeah, you ball, ball talk, yeah. big dog ball yeah. talk. Uh, let's, let's just get that thing straight. But big dog ball talk, Michael Jordan Flegel. Uh, another crazy week in the NBA, Jordan. But nothing crazier, and we talked about it a little bit just now. Than you upgrading from the iPhone five to hey, the iPhone fifteen. It was a seven. It was uh, a seven. Know, you, All right. You, you felt like you've tripled. You tripled your evolution. Yeah. technology man i did it last year we might have even talked about it on the podcast because i was devastated uh because i i i fully i'm kind of at the point now man we've we got enough technology i feel like this yeah. shit stop. is just getting annoying at this point yeah 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 stop uh, i i was honestly fine with my phone like i did not want to mm-hmm. upgrade my phone my seven gate did everything i needed the issue was the fucking charging jack was so uh, wrecked that if my headphones moved a, a, a thousandth of a milli, milli, millimeter, uh, you know, in my pocket or anywhere, I'd stop being able to listen to uh, to my podcast, to my big dog ball talk. I couldn't have that. Um, mm-hmm, I mm-hmm. always need a podcast playing. I've become sort of addicted in, in a probably a bad way, but still, I'm I'm not ready to deal with that yet. So I needed just for that. I needed a new phone. Um, but yeah, I don't like the no home button. That's my biggest thing. And yep, why do they stupid. keep getting bigger? Uh, yeah. the, they're yeah, so it. big. Uh, please stop. Um, I, but, mean, I think this is maybe just like a, a ploy. To, you know, I, I mean, women are still dealing with it, obviously. So, I mean, it's even worse. But, I mean, they're probably they're adapted to it. But, I mean, if they're, they're, their whole thing is, like, you know, their, their pockets don't fit jack shit. Yeah. My pockets have always been able to fit everything just fine. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, my wallet's getting fatter. But, uh, you know, that, that's, that, that's not either <laughs> yeah. there. Yeah. But, uh, you know, we're, 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 uh, if I put my phone in my pocket, I already feel like I'm, you know, I'm, I'm dying here. There's barely any room. Yeah, I gotta nothing. Really stretch no the shit out room. just to get my hand in there. Nope. Uh, so, yeah, I... I, I, I I don't want to hear it anymore from people. The iPhone, like seven or eight, whatever it would have been, like that's where it, like, it peaked. That's technology. Yeah, I agree. You could have just left it there, just kept remaking those. But uh, and I don't Jobs, need a fucking camera. Yeah, I don't need like like an actual fucking uh, you know working camera. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. like professional grade. Just I just want to you know. To, mostly, I'm screen. Uh, you know, it's it's screenshots with you, Matt. I don't need to take uh external yep. cameras i've got like eight thousand photos on my phone from 2012 uh you know nice. that uh let's be honest i i don't really need but uh you know it is what it is yeah man you never know maybe they'll uh they'll, they'll come in handy at one point but yeah big dog ball talk matic or jordan flegel we're gonna dive right into the the weekend recap uh, i guess it's pretty, it was, we, we we know our scheduling was a little bit off last week uh you know only having that wednesday episode but we're back to mondays and fridays uh yeah. you know everything uh, should be smooth sailing from here i know you guys have heard of that before uh so you should be used to knowing what that means uh yeah. but to get right into it uh you know we've we, we talked about this team a little bit in passing uh you know this is one of the the guys in the nba that's always the butt of the joke that uh, you know especially on this podcast uh a, a guy that maybe we thought had some uh, sense knocked into him last year but it actually turns out uh maybe uh 
again, this is weird. You know, Draymond Green is, uh, again, kind of coming up early on some of these takes. You know, maybe it's uh, that <laughs> being in the podcast game. He, he's trying to get ahead of these things. Uh, but Jordan Poole, uh, you know, we, we just need to break down just him as a player right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe the worst player in the NBA based on you know, his total production with his minutes and, you know, his role on uh, his team. I said in the offseason, we both agreed uh, that the Wizards were going to be one of the worst teams in the NBA. I think you might have given them a little bit more credit because they, ha- they do still have some decent talent. And, you know, yeah. we were also expecting Jordan Poole to, you know, look like a decent player, look like that maybe uh, the splash cousin uh, the yeah. formerly <laughs> residing at Golden State. Uh, uh, instead, we've kind of got like the the splash spoiled brat or something, uh, the splash golden baby that's, uh, you know, he's just – Done nothing. He's been uh, zero on defense as per usual, and now he's uh, he, he's got to be leading the league in air balls at this point. Uh, the, the Jordan Poole experiment in Washington has just been a complete failure. He couldn't even get it up when Ruby Rose was sitting courtside <laughs> or at least in the building. Uh, this is I think a, he could uh, get it up, a man, travesty. I, mean. I don't think so, man. That was a, a, a another shitty-ass performance. He can barely crack True. 15 points. Like, <laughs> I, I, I don't know. What, what, like, what do you think is going wrong here with Jordan Poole? Uh, you know, with and the Wizards because he is playing horrible, horrible basketball, start to finish. I I honestly don't really quite understand what's going on. It feels like there's something else uh, happening because at, at the beginning of this season, everyone was like, "Oh, Jordan Poole could average fucking thirty points per game. He he could be you mm-hmm. know right up there uh, amongst the the league leaders in terms of scoring." People thought he would just be unleashed to do. Uh, you know, whatever he wanted on the offensive end. And it kind of looked like that the first few games, like he could be someone who who, who does put up those big numbers. Uh, and, and, you know, no one expected Washington to be winning at the same time. But uh, no, mm-hmm. I don't think anyone expected 15 points per game. Uh, and he's shooting yeah. like the, the shooting has just been so, so awful. Less than 30 percent from three. Uh, is so yeah. pathetic uh and and 39 from the field is pretty dog shit too this is awful uh and it's not like he's putting up big assist numbers either uh nope. th- less assists per game than the last two seasons um you know and and so even looking at his minutes he's it's actually down from the last like very slightly from from the last two seasons he played 30 minutes per game uh the last two seasons in golden state 28.9 this year um, you know, that's maybe because the, the Wizards do have some young talent on that roster. They want to develop a little bit. It's not really important that that he go out there. A lot of these games are over uh, pretty early. Yeah. So, you know, there's no need for for, for Jordan Poole to Get be playing. Great job, Jordan. Get he, on the bench. He's, he's really not. He did he's your re- thing. He, he's really not helping them uh, at all. And he's not. It's not about helping them. Again, because as I said, no one thought that the Wizards were going to be good, but you got to help yourself here a little bit if you if you want to, um, you know, go, go somewhere else and play meaningful basketball again. Uh, you're going to have to look better than this. I mean, this is all time low trade value uh, for a guy who people were already not that high on. You know, especially looking at just you know his his defensive limitations. Uh, you know the the fact that. Uh, again, as sort of a primary ball handler, which he showed a little bit in in Golden State, uh, he, he's not exactly you know someone you want f- running your offense full time. He's not one of those guards where it's like oh, put the ball in his hands all the time. Um, you know, mm-hmm. he could do a little bit of it, but you know, all that aside, when people were kind of cool on him, he at least 
was would do spectacular things and put up these these amazing you know uh, performances and and was able to score the ball and even back uh, in in you know it feels like forever ago now but in 2022 when the Warriors won that series against Denver uh, when he went off and went crazy a few times like he wasn't really a factor mm-hmm. in the the finals once we got there but leading up to that he was important in that championship run it's just crazy uh that now with all this freedom to do uh, you know whatever he wants it's uh it looks this bad but i'm not uh, to be honest i i i don't feel like i'm all that surprised because there's there was no pressure on him um at at all in that golden state system it was it was you know he he had that freedom to come in and, and and just do his thing without, you know, being, he's on page four of the scouting report. No one's really worried about him. Um, and so, you know, now that he's really the number one guy you have to deal with, um, it's, it's, I think it's pretty easy to game plan against a guy who, who again, isn't that skilled of a passer. If all your defense is just focused on taking away what he does offensively, it's not like he can overpower you physically. And he's not even that athletic like he's kind he, no, he's, he, not. He, he's not like one of these guards who's yeah he's not one of these guards who's gonna blow by you like he, he's he's kind of uh, he's a crafty guy who can uh, you know he's he's somewhat shifty really you know and, and and at least before this year was a good outside shooter and mid-range shooter could get to the room a little bit but uh yeah once you got all that focus on you uh you, you're just not you know he's clearly not uh able to to raise his game to that level at least you know based on what we've seen so far this year so yeah, I don't know. And then the the report yesterday about him, uh, you know, the the Wizards probably looking to trade him because they don't see him as a, a, a like a mm. foundational guy. I'm I'm not th- that surprised by that either. I don't think uh, any of us thought he could really be that number one guy on a winning team. And no, so no. I'm 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 not sure what his future holds. I think really he needs to be in a bench role on a better team. Uh, and if he's going to be on mm. a bad team, it, it's going to kind of look like this where it's just not very impressive, but um, I, I, I don't know. It's, it's in terms of worst player in the NBA, I, that's, you know, there, there, there's other guys you can throw in there, but yeah, with someone with who had this type of expectation and still has this much usage, he's, he's right up there. Well, it, I think it's, pretty crazy to say that you know he's playing so badly that people are actually feeling bad for Kyle Kuzma wanting <laughs> to save Kyle Kuzma say oh my goodness look at this guy look at this raw talent yeah. Kyle Kuzma uh, a guy who pretty much was doing the Jordan Poole stick before Jordan Poole but again mm-hmm. was actually still playing defense you know uh, or at least his, uh, his his own brand of it uh, yeah. you know, he had decent stat lines like you know he might have a stinker once in a while but like you know, he'd still put up a, you know, a 25 and 10 once in a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're not even getting that with Jordan Poole. You're not even getting good vibes. You're not even getting anything good except for these like insanely bad highlights that uh, you know, you're just funny to watch. Like yeah. there's nothing that he's done this season that's shown me the, any growth in his game, any uh, maturation, uh, nothing. Uh, this is a, a guy who I, I do really think is just kind of like, in Golden State, again, playing with multiple Hall of Famers, uh, you know, one of the best systems the NBA has ever seen, and yeah. again, built to be uh, built for a guy like him to blossom in. Uh, you know, just run, shoot the three. Uh, you know, but the defense, you know, is okay because we're gonna uh, the final score is gonna be 140 to 137 at the end of the day. Yeah. Uh, so this is a you know a great situation for him. And again, like you said, 
coming off the bench. So really not a pressure role, you know, uh, that key six man, but never uh, a, a guy that they needed to, you know, if he was in the lineup or not in the lineup, it wasn't going to make the, the, the biggest difference in the world. Uh, you know, now he is just thrust into a spot where he was expected to be that lead guard, the number one guy, the big dog. Uh, and we didn't even need to play uh, who's the big dog with uh, the, the Washington Wizards because it sure as hell wasn't Jordan Poole. Yeah. Uh, you know, e- e- even if you look at his last game, uh, you know, played against the New York Knicks, like two for 11, eight points, one rebound, four assists. Like, hey, at least you got four assists. But I mean, this is like insane. Two for 11, man. Like this is, that's some of the worst shooting you can see. And like, yeah, generally, if you're going to see a guy like that, uh, you know, putting up stats like this, like, like, fuck it, man. I can give you two and 11. Uh, like this is a no, no, no problem, man. I could just, just let me chuck it. Eventually yeah. one's going to go in, uh, which is pretty much how he's playing. Like this yeah. is uh this is not rec league ball. Uh, Mr. Poole. Like, uh, I honestly think that for the wizards though, like they, again, they wanted to be bad. They're expected to be bad. No one really thought that if you trade Jordan Poole, uh, you probably get better. Uh, you know, if somebody, but, and then the other side of that is if you yeah. trade Jordan Poole, you're getting him at an all-time stock low. Like, what is he worth? Like, That's the thing. A second-round pick. Like, and he's he's got a decently sized contract. No one is going to want to touch this guy unless you really believe that you know the somehow it's the system or the placement or whatever that's the problem and not him. Because I think this is just telling of you know the type of player he is. I wouldn't want a Jordan Poole on my team unless again I'm already in like a total win now situation and I just want like, you know a piece off the bench that you know maybe can come off the, the come off and get hot. Yeah, uh, this, yeah, that's the only time I think it could work. Otherwise, you don't gamble on this guy at all. There's no point uh, until I can see him actually you know take his head out of his ass and actually try a little bit to, to play meaningful basketball, try and get some wins because right now it just seemed like he's just kind of out there uh, hooping for the check, which you know. All respect to him. If he wants to hustle uh, the Wizards, I don't care. Fuck the Wizards. Uh, one of my <laughs> least favorite NBA franchises. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, you know, that this is still a, an embarrassing outing. And for a guy who talked a lot of shit in the offseason, talking about, yeah. uh, you know, things were going to get scary and, uh, you know, he, he was going to be uh, you know, a, a fantastic talent through the year. This is a, a pretty bad one. And it's been radio silence ever since then. So uh, yeah. I'm, uh, I'm 100% out on Jordan Poole right now. Uh, and, and I mean, Jordan Flegel, you're, I'm not out on you yet, but yeah, uh, let's the, go. The time, Stock's the still up. Tell, yeah, no, I, it's, it, it's like I said, I think I said in the preview is, is, uh, you know, in our big season preview about the wizards, it, the question is, you know, Kyle Kuzma clearly, like you said, he, he, he plays well, he plays with his head on his shoulders. You know, he, he makes, he's still an idiot sometimes and he's still not someone mm-hmm. you're still not someone you're going to throw, throw many of your assets at to go and get, but at least, you know, he, he, he's kind of auditioning for his next, uh, you know, uh, stint somewhere else. Like, I think he, mm. he would be happy to, you know, I know he kind of re-upped in Washington. I mean, maybe he's the type of guy who's just, you know, happy to be there. But I think, you know, as also someone who came from a much more winning program, uh, you know, who saw success, uh, you know, he, he, he knows it, it, it's, it's good to demonstrate that you can actually do good things on the court and, and, and make winning mm-hmm. plays. And, um, and so, yeah, yeah this is a, a his value is still there. Duo. Different yeah. teams. There we go. Different teams, but they both have a championship both got pedigree, man. Yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, I just haven't seen that at all from, from Jordan Poole, even from the fact that, you know, you, you got cameras on him in these timeouts. He's not even looking at the coach. The coach is drawing up. The coach. Oh, that he doesn't was even insane. Know, doesn't even know what's going on. So he's not really, caring about auditioning for his next job and but i thought at least if he wasn't going to be doing that he'd be 
you know, balling out and, and, and at least scoring while doing his thing. It just looks like he's, he's not uh, in a rhythm at all. And, and just uh, it's kind of in, in, in the worst place you want to be, you know, on a bad team and performing badly. It's uh it's 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 rough for Jordan Poole, but hey, something something's got to give at some point. Something will happen, but um, yeah, it's uh, you know maybe, maybe it's that Golden State system. It's like they they say like you mentioned it, um, you know about him having that space uh, to 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 go and do that, especially off the bench. It's like people playing with LeBron. Be careful about thinking that you know trying to evaluate how good they are because uh, you put them mm-hmm. somewhere else, they might just look uh, you know dog shit in comparison. Well, I think that uh, maybe we need to give some apologies to uh, Reed Forgrave, uh, former CBS sports writer, who uh, back in the, the his draft year Sorry, said Reed. maybe the worst draft pick so far, uh, Jordan <laughs> Poole. Uh, and that's a uh, uh, he hit that pretty, one uh, shot in the tournament. You remember that shot he hit, uh, that game winner for Michigan? He hit some mm-hmm. sort of yeah, three. I, mean, I remember, ran down the court. Yeah, I, I do. I actually I do recall that might have been. Yeah, that, what was it? Uh, I want to say it was like Xavier Villanova, so it was actually a pretty Something big like upset. Or so I don't know, but yeah. I mean Jordan, th- th- we're not th- Jordan Poole. We're <laughs> we're not in college anymore, man. This is yeah. uh, this is time to to grow up, uh, and uh, you know a team that also maybe needs to grow up. Uh, it's having some growing pains though. Uh, the Detroit Pistons, uh, man, oh man! Every year I try and get hype for these guys. I try and think that this is going to be the year that things are going to turn around Why? because I do think. They're kind of like a forgotten. They're a forgotten franchise. Like this yeah, is a, yeah. a team that, like, if you if you go back thirty years ago, this was like the the cream of the crop. They were yep. a, a respectable team. Hell, not even that. They won the championship. Uh, you know, within the last uh, two decades, this is yep. a, a team that you know, has a, yeah. a lot of history, rich history in the NBA, mm-hmm. uh, and they are like like just dog shit every single year. No matter what moves they make, even if they make the playoffs, they suck. They get routed. Uh, this is just. Like bad, bad, bad vibes. Monty Williams, man, what is going on during this Detroit Pistons eleven game losing streak? Uh, this is you know, it was it capped off last night uh, by the Toronto Raptors, our Raptors uh, shellacking them, busting that one out Whew, uh, first time of the season, perhaps. Uh, yeah. But I mean, it was one hundred forty two to one hundred thirteen beatdown. Wasn't even close. Uh, Raptors set a franchise record for assists in the game, uh, and the Pistons just continue to look bad, look ugly. Uh, I, I know that you know they, they deal with a little bit of injury bug here and there, uh, and, and they've got young talent that you know is seemingly getting better. Like uh, we said, like a Seward Thompson has looked amazing. Kate Cunningham's continued to be uh, you know a, a great talent, not very efficient uh, you know in his, uh, his own regard. Uh, and then you've got all these guys that, you know, they, they've, uh, as you said, like the, the, the graveyard of uh, hyped draft picks of Bar- Marvin <laughs> yeah. Bagley and James Wiseman. Uh, Killian Hayes is still kicking around. Uh, oh, he yeah. didn't play he's in the starting. last game. Uh, yeah. And he's been doing all right. No Jalen Duran in this game either, but I mean, this is just how it's been every single game. Like they're not even competing. They're just getting their shit kicked in every single game. Yeah. Uh, and for a team that, you know, was supposed to be, Frisky, potentially. They were supposed to have some hype. They were supposed to have some uh, some believability uh, that they could be a competent team. It's just looking like they're going to be another top five pick uh, this season, and they're going to keep going. And we've talked about it at length on this podcast. It doesn't work that way. And when you bring in a guy like Monty Williams, you assume that you're trying to you know change the culture, try and win a little bit more. They look worse than they have. Uh, you oh, know, yeah. another guy that uh, I, I want to circle before I send it over to you, a, a guy that we both thought was going to be you know. 
amazing in the league uh, potentially and uh, you know blossom into a, a role as a starter on a team like this. Jaden Ivey has been one of if we're talking about one of the worst players in basketball. Jaden Ivey has been fucking trash in his mm-hmm. career, man. Absolutely trash. Uh, yeah. Like has done nothing has looked unathletic somehow uh you know when he was playing for purdue looked like one of the the, the, the he's gonna be a freak on the court uh this is a uh again three for ten in his last game nine three and four that's pretty much what he does he's like a, the best role player i've ever seen he's like a poor man's bruce brown and if you're <laughs> and bruce brown is already a poor man someone so yeah this is a uh a, a really concerning time for me if i'm looking at the pistons like uh you can't be uh, you can't have uh, beef stew as your building block here. So, uh, Jordan, I mean, uh, how concerned are you right now with uh, this this Pistons' current losing streak, uh, and do you see it uh, extending any farther? Hey, I mean, I, I think it could. They extend. got the Nuggets tonight. Oh, great! Yeah, that's an easy one. I mean, the Nuggets did uh, play uh, last night and they lost, so you know you never know. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, the, short-handed the, Cavs. The yeah, yeah. I mean, the 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 Pistons are just like. They're, they're just awful. They're not fun to watch, whatever, whatever. But, you know, to me, they're kind of like the the, the Rockets last year in terms of, uh, you know, you, you, you're looking at them and it's like they, they've got all this young talent. They should they should be better than this. Um, but but they're just they're just not, uh, you know, it's, it's kind of hard to figure out what's going on. They just got too many, too many young guys. They need some mm-hmm. uh, some guys who know what to do. This is what this is what you do when you don't have anything left sort of no moves left to make in this kind of state of being terrible and just getting draft pick after draft pick after draft pick, whatever that, you know, this season, they've already started so bad. You're going to obviously probably be a lottery team again. Fine. Get one Mm -hmm. more, go do that. But then Jesus fucking Christ, I I don't know what you have to do uh, over the off season, uh, you know, to, to go get some actual real vets to try and get this team because like, there's no reason why they should be uh, this this bad with this many uh, you know high high draft picks. It just it, it it makes no sense. And I think as we talked about before, having Cade Cunningham and Jalen Duran anchoring your point guard and your center spots, you know, for years to come, that's you know like similarly, uh, you know, you look down at Houston, you have you have your building blocks and your starting five, but then you bring in good and you know not just token uh you know uh veterans like they like they have mm-hmm. right now like Bogdanovich uh and freaking even Monte Morris like these are rotation guys they're fine but I, I in in you know in in this comparison with Houston Houston brought in guys that can actually play that are actually good that actually have you know stuff on the table not that those two can't play Bogdanovich and Morris they've been out and I think them coming back even this year will help the Pistons actually win some games uh, and even Joe Harris like a guy like that uh, you know, another vet that, that I think will, will, will help them. But I I'm talking guys a bit more high profile, uh, who actually, you know, have some pride and have some, you know, mm-hmm. stake in the league of, you know, I, I'm actually one of the better players in the league. I'm going to come out and prove it. I'm, I actually invested, uh, in playing here in Detroit. This isn't just a, you know, a, a, a stopping ground, uh, as I move my way around, uh, through trades. Um, so I think that's what they need until they do that. They're just going to continue to look like this, chicken with their head cut off because there's too many good teams i mean this is what we keep saying about the nba you cannot just skate by and be like oh we've got some some uh you know frisky young players here we'll we'll get some wins mm-hmm. we, we have you as you said we've got um you know monty williams now uh we'll be it, it, it's it's not enough they're just they don't have the experience all, all these guys are, a lot of these guys are stupid but i mean 
Kate, kind of not not stupid, but in terms of you know they're they're rookies or Fucking sophomores idiots. or third year guys, uh, they they don't really know how to win yet, um, and they haven't been shown how to win, especially if all they've played for uh, so far is is Detroit. But you know, Cade, mm-hmm. uh, Duran, and then Asar Thompson, who we just talked about, is he's been the third best rookie. I mean, as as a dirty work guy, the jump shot, uh, as with both of these Thompson guys, is going to be the big question, obviously. But he's got a, a fucking million stocks uh you know he's mm-hmm. he's he's rebounding the hell out of the ball constantly already a defensive force like uh this guy you know those three as a young tandem are just awesome but but yeah they yeah. Into, it w- now your 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 other sort of two spots around your your main three guys that you really believe in beef stew and and killian hayes no wonder no wonder you're you're losing every game it's just uh they i don't I think they thought that maybe Killian Hayes was going to be so good, man. Yeah, I thought I know. he was going to be sick. He's horrible. He is bad to watch. I know. I know. And and yeah, the 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 Jaden Ivy thing. Uh, I, I I don't know what they're going to do. I mean, they can't keep having these. You know, their 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 whole whole bench basically is high draft picks who uh, are potentially disgruntled. You know, uh, somehow yep. not getting minutes. Uh, you know that 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 we all expected them to get. I'm not sure how tenable that is. Um, but again. Like, I think Monte Morris coming back, you know, having a more veteran point guard, maybe he can help some of them, you know, guys, including Jaden Ivey, you know, coming off the bench, you know, helping set guys up. Maybe that'll that'll help sort of clarify things for them. But, yeah, I, I really do think they're at the point where they just need some vets in there. Uh, it's it's too many young guys who don't know what they're doing. And I'm going to put a little bit on Cade's shoulders. He's got to be a little bit better. He hasn't mm-hmm. been particularly yep, good. 100%. And I can't blame I, him I mean, too much, but he hasn't been that good. No, and he doesn't seem like he, again, kind of, uh, you know, and I'm not going to blame him as much in this situation. Uh, you know, maybe I'm being a little more uh, harsh on Jordan Poole. But again, he's coming off of a you know, season-ending injury the year before, yeah. has had that trouble. Uh, you know, I am cool to see Cade ease into the season. Uh, you know, it's sure. still somewhat early on. Uh, yeah. You know, we're, we're just approaching that kind of the first quarter benchmark here. Uh, but he has been good. He has at least produced offensively. He has looked good there. He yeah. has, uh, you know, w- without him, this team would be maybe winless. Uh, you know, he, he's, he is a great young player and I think that, you know, he's shown some promise still and he's working his way into getting better. Uh, but yeah, I mean, he is a guy that, you know, as the season goes on, like he's going to have to take that next step a little bit. Uh, you know, he's going to have to take off, uh, the, the ankle weights and start to really soar in here in a second. Cause they, if they want to do that, uh, you know, even, even just, you know, not be the worst team in the Eastern conference, which again, right now, uh, them and the wizards are kind of just, uh, playing hot potato with that. Uh, yeah. you know, we're, 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 he's going to have to step up a little bit. And I think again, these Pistons fans, they, uh, they, they've gone through enough over the past couple of seasons. They need to see some winning basketball, just see yep. something to give them a sign of promise. Like I, I, I really think that it's a, it's a travesty. It's pretty embarrassing. The last time that you had any kind of relevant basketball, you still had Blake Griffin as your star player. Yeah. Uh, like this is, uh, they, they really need to, you know, get something going here. And, uh, you know, uh, hopefully this is all just, you know, the growing pains, like I've uh, said in the past, uh, there's the slow uh, development uh, process that we're seeing unfold. But uh, I mean, an 11 game losing streak doesn't matter what kind of team you are. That's uh, that, that, that's one that uh, it's going to dig home. It's going to hurt. Uh, just to see, and uh, it's, it's not going to boost any morale. That's maybe, for sure. Maybe not. Maybe they need another malice to kind of get the boys going. Like just, uh, just somebody instigate somebody instigate something. Uh, just just mm-hmm. get it all out. You know, you'll have James Wiseman 
breaking a chair over Jalen Dern. He's like, I, yeah. I'm supposed to be the big time Memphis big man mm-hmm. here. You know, there's there's fights. Mm-hmm. I'm sure. You know, um, you know, grievances that need to be aired. Just just let it all out. Uh, you know, Monty Williams is probably already idea, annoyed with these guys. Um, I you know, I I don't see how it could hurt. No, oh, well, why not? Just have a public freakout meltdown. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I, I think that would be good. Get, uh, yeah, get those it. demons out because uh, I, I think all these guys are uh, probably pretty stressed out uh, based oh, yeah. on how their career arcs have all gone. So yeah. uh, good idea, Jordan. Fans uh, that go to the next uh, Pistons game Monday night against the Nuggets. Just be uh, ready. You know, get ready. The, the, ha- the hands are going to be thrown. The Jokic brothers are going to be there. Oh, yeah. people. Uh, it's going to be uh, it's going to be insane. Yeah. Uh, but to move on to the final segment of uh, today's podcast. Uh, we're we're going to be talking about you know we, we we talked about Chet Holmgren a little bit in our uh, our last podcast uh, you know talking about his uh, his status as a maybe the the front runner for the rookie of the year uh, trophy already this year hits yeah. an, an insane game winning three at the buzzer uh, against game the Golden three. State Warriors yes 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 game tying uh, but know, they did I, go on to win say, yes yeah and. Uh, you know, it sucks because my boy Wiggins finally hit a three-point oh, shot. Uh, first, first one of the season, maybe. Yeah. Uh, but uh, you know that that one's going to be stricken from the, the the history book since he got shown up. But Chet Holmgren, you know, a seven-footer taking that insane just two seconds left turnaround three-pointer, bang! SGA was stunned that he actually was playing with a guy who <laughs> maybe also was him. Yeah. Uh, and when you look at the two, they've worked so well together already so early into the season. Chet looks like he definitely belongs in the NBA. And, uh, you know, obviously SGA has proven himself as, you know, maybe even a potential MVP candidate, uh, you know, as the season keeps going. Uh, if the, the Thunder can kind of keep on picking up wins as they have been. Uh, this is a, uh, a, a maybe, I don't want to say it, Jordan, but maybe the next great star NBA duo in the NBA. I mean, uh, are, are you buying into the hype right now? Or do you think that uh, we need temporary expectations a little bit before we uh, throw that tag on uh, a young Chet and uh, no. SGA? Hell yeah, I'm buying into the hype. SGA, uh, as you know, this is just an incredible thing to. I feel like I've I haven't even fully like I I don't fully process it yet because this kind of happened. This was like a slow creep from SGA. He just keeps getting better and better and better. And now it's like mm-hmm. you know last snapping year snapping ankles every single play. Jesus Christ! I mean, last year he makes makes first year team All NBA, and then again all all this summer it was so fun watching him with Canada. Like I cannot believe this guy is Canadian. I I actually can't believe mm-hmm. it. This. Yeah. I, I wasn't, uh, you know, uh, conscious enough as a basketball fan to be watching like prime Steve Nash when he was at his absolute best. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I was still paying attention, but I, I, we were like nine years old or something. Um, yeah. you know, maybe a bit older, but you know, I, I this got to be what that's like, if not even more. I mean, I know, you know, Steve Nash had many years where he was actually competing, you know, in the playoffs, you know, and I, and I see that, I, I, I see that happening for the next few years for, for SGA. Um, and, and, you know, he, he, he hasn't quite reached that level yet. So, you know, it's hard to compare, but you know, people are saying this is, uh, you know, and I can't disagree with them. You know, the best Canadian basketball player we've, we've ever seen, uh, you know, uh, mm-hmm. in, in terms of the, the top level talent that he brings, you know, at his position, which is, you know, the, such a loaded position in the NBA, especially in the West, you know, historically, like, this guy to rise to the top uh, of, you know, point guards in the league to be averaging 29, six and six, uh, you know, shooting fairly efficiently, not the best from three, but, you know, he's, he's up above his career average. You know, if you can shoot 36 from three, I'm percent, which he is this year. I'm, 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 I'm fairly happy with that. You still got to respect him, um, especially because, you know, a lot of the threes he's taking are, are tough off the dribble threes as well. Um, yep, but yeah. Against in this game, we're talking about 40 points, seven and six, uh, 18 for 29, super efficient. Um, 
this guy's just insane. And it's true. He did go up another level, even, even from last year. Uh, and it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's easy to kind of take it for granted because he's sort of continually putting up these type of numbers now for, for an extended period of time. But he, he's just one of the best players in the NBA, uh, full stop, you know, no, you don't need any caveats there as well. And then, yeah, this, this Chet game, I mean, to me the other day when we were talking about this, this rookie race, it's like, Yes, uh, we, we both agree Chet's been better than Wemby. He's been way more efficient on similar shots uh, mm-hmm. uh, or similar stats, I should say. But it, and then in my head, I'm like, yes, you know, Wemby uh, is sort of has has the more hype, uh, you know, obviously as as being touted as per, perhaps the best prospect ever. He does these sort of more spectacular things than Chet does. So that makes sense. Mm-hmm. But also so far this season. Chet's been solid, but Wemby had that 38 point game where it's like, oh, he's look, look how incredibly like he, he, he had a an actual game where, where everyone could sort of see the vision, could see what was happening. Whereas Chet had a lot of, you know, he's the star tw- maker, 20 point games, you know, 15 point games where he's helping the the, the Thunder win. And then that's why we mm-hmm. both are so high on him um, and, and, and think he's kind of leading the race. But he didn't have that signature game. But in, until this game against the Warriors, I mean, 36 and 10 and that shot you mentioned. He, uh, he, he's now there. He's, he has everything. He's done everything that Wemby's done this year, you know, aside from those yeah. crazy freakish things that you can only really do when you're, you're seven, three, but Jesus Christ, like Chet, he, he didn't even really have to do anything uh, on that shot. Just caught it like less than two seconds left. He was right tight against, you know, where, where the, where the arc kind of turns from the, the, the wing mm-hmm. to, to the corner there. Uh, perfectly square his, uh, his feet were going to be out of bounds. Uh, I know, or on like the that. line. You've got a tiny little mm-hmm. bit of space there, but he uh, placed his feet perfectly, just rose up, just turned over his over his right shoulder, just fucking splashed it. The dude's awesome. And you can talk about what he brings offensively all you want. Defensively, he's just as uh, you know exciting. You know, he's, he's, it, Jokic is right. He doesn't have to get a little bit fatter, but the instincts, yeah. uh, you know, the, the, the shot-blocking ability that he shows... Um, uh, you know, it, it's, 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 it's incredible. And, and, and yeah, in terms of how they fit together as a duo, I mean, this is, this is dream stuff. This is, uh, you know, like, like I always say, my, I like my, my talent to be spread out as possible. I like my, you know, magic, uh, Kareem's my Kobe and Shaq's, uh, and this mm-hmm. is, uh, you know, if, if these two can stay healthy, stay together on the thunder, you can rotate anyone else you fucking want in there. You can trade Lou Dort. I don't care. I mean, I'd, I'd say keep Giddy, uh, the slob wizard, uh, still still making it happen uh, out there every night. Mm-hmm. But And you've got Jalen Williams as well. I mean, Jesus Christ, the the, the Thunder's uh, ceiling is bright, uh, or their future mm-hmm. is bright, I should say. And and uh, I was high on them this season. Uh, and, and yeah, if, if if those two can keep playing like that, they, I, I do think they're, they're, they're up there in terms of young duos uh, as, as pretty much the, the, the best you can get. Well, and I think they, again they kind of like you said they complement each other perfectly the way oh, yeah. that their games go. Uh, you know, SGA handles all the ball handling responsibilities and sets the table for you know Chet scores. And then on the defensive end, you know, a spot where SGA definitely still needs a, to show a little bit of improvement. Yeah. You got a guy like Chet holding it down. You know, again that uh, that Warriors game, two steals, two blocks, and he'll yep. be averaging you know two blocks per game for his career likely. Uh, you know, what, well, that was probably the, the the biggest thing. You know, he was touted for uh, you know coming out of Gonzaga, obviously besides being able to stretch the floor. Uh, was you know being the best shot blocker in the nation, and uh, you know, he's brought that into the NBA uh, seamlessly. Uh, you know, this is uh, I, 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 like I honestly do think that you know the year 
that he had to kind of develop and get better after that uh, that injury that uh, you know, had, uh, I believe, it was in the summer league uh, and uh, or in the offseason regardless. Uh, you know, I think that helped him, you know, take that time, ease into the NBA schedule and the game and everything. But I, I think that last year he probably would have been almost this good. Like maybe, you know, uh, yeah, a, yeah, yeah. A, a little bit less. But I think he could have came in and been an immediate impact player right yeah. away. Yeah. Uh, and he's shown that like he is a, a hooper he's been around these nba caliber guys like he was going viral on uh, you know twitter and instagram and stuff like four years ago because he uh crossed up steph curry when he was like 16 years old yeah. like uh this is uh this is nothing new like if you've been uh if you're a hoop set if you've been watching the game you, know, you had your eyes on the game like you do chet was the like the real deal and then you know you pair him up with a guy like sga like you said uh, an all nba guard this is uh it's scary, man. Like my fifty bucks is uh pretty much already gone. Let's go, baby. Uh, Let's go. You know, they're, they're sitting sitting pretty you, second uh, se- second in the Western Conference right now. Uh, is that true? And this is yeah, this is, yes, the second in the Western Holy right behind shit. the Timberwolves. Jesus man. Christ, ten wins right behind wow. the Timberwolves. Didn't even know they were doing uh, that well. This is yeah, they, this is a and that's the thing. Like they're winning games. Like this isn't even just you know like they're they're looking like it's good. They're frisky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This isn't even frisky. Like we're getting to the point now that you know we're again like we're saying almost quarter of the way into the NBA season. You know we'll give it a couple more games, see how it goes. But like the Thunder, like they're they're thriving right now in a Western Conference where all these like former giants are kind of falling out the wayside. All these older teams just aren't able to put it together. There's no yeah. consistency. They're one of the lone teams that are actually you know kind of emerging from the, the mass extinction uh in the uh, the western conference and yeah. being like you know what we're here we're ready to play and you know who knows I'm, i like i love the vibes at okc i would love to see them go on a deep run uh you know those oh fans uh, have been loyal for for the last couple of years trying are, and in waiting. the playoffs those fans are amazing there's no there's mm-hmm. nowhere like that okc arena so I'm uh, I I am i am wishing the best for him. I know I bet against him, but uh, you know it was a uh, it was a bet that I made with my brain, not my heart. Uh, <laughs> and this is uh, you know I, I, if if I lose on this one, I'm I'm actually okay with it uh, because I, I would love to see the the OKC Thunder in the playoffs and uh, you know doing something. But that being said, fuck them. Uh, I curse their families and uh, the franchise. Uh, yeah, but this you, is a, a, a this is a duo that I think is legit. And uh, you know, George, we're we're gonna have to keep a close eye on them. Uh, you know, not just this season, but for all the seasons to come that they're together because uh, this might be uh, the, the the next dynamic duo that the, the NBA sees. Uh, yeah. But we're the current best dynamic. Yeah, we're the best. The yeah, yeah. We're talking we're about the them. Fucking best. What about us? Yeah. yeah. We'll, we'll do the game too. Oh yeah, I. Who would you want to take? I mean, I I I could. Oh, see it that's going tough, way. man. Because I yeah, did. What, yeah, I tried we, to defend. We just like, have to like, call in a lot of switches, man. Yeah, we'll just switch everything. I think that's probably the best. But I mean, the mm-hmm. the I, I defended a really tall dude the other day. That's how I popped my rib out. So maybe just let me handle Shay. Mm-hmm. Um, I first of all, I'm <laughs> sure, man. Uh, Shay's shit's not going to work on me. Legal. As also as a slow guy who uh, or or mm-hmm. a guy who likes to change pace. Uh, his herky jerky shit, not not in this house, uh, SGA. You can try, but uh, and you can handle chat, Matt. He's he's kind of soft, man. Oh yeah, yeah. You know you know I like to get down and dirty, facing off oh, the yeah. big guys, man. Just uh, headbutt him. You'll uh, come up to his knees mm-hmm. basically, but just give him one. That's and, right, man. You know. If he comes up, I might I might catch him and hit him with a suplex or something. <laughs> yeah, I don't there know. we go. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, let us know how you think we'd fare at Big Dog Ball Talk, uh, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, and hey, TikTok users, why you got to be so mean? Come on, yeah, uh, yeah, I've been bullied. Legal's a look, nice I'm guy. To, yeah, look, I've dealt with a stutter all my life. No, I shouldn't <laughs> joke about that. But uh, no, uh, look, you, you, you I, 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 whoever that was, uh, I think he was like user or something, something. Come on the podcast. Suck your mom's blood. Let me. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. <laughs>
but uh, no, got new but, TikToks uh, out, more coming. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I'll cut some up, uh, you know, uh, keep posting. And I even, Matt, uh, got got mm. our, our video up uh, on, on Facebook. Couple likes oh, uh, from nice. uh, from two people you might uh, know quite well, Matt. Uh, one interesting. V, from a V and a P. Uh, that's actually really funny. That, that Whoa, <laughs> interesting, yeah. But, uh, that's interesting. Man. Anyway, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about it later. But, uh, you know, shout out to those two. And... Uh, yeah, uh, ch- catch us on Facebook as well if you're old. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, all those uh, the, all those old heads go go catch catch us at Facebook. Everyone else that's in uh, the century, uh, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, uh, give us a follow at Big Dog Wall Talk. We'll be back yep. on Friday with a, a longer, more loaded episode. We know we kind of uh, we gave you a you, yeah, a bit of a glass half Short and full sweet. kind of episode. Your yeah, your bellies aren't uh, totally full, but this is a rich content. It's rich content. Yeah. You don't want to have too much of it. If you have too much, then you're just gonna feel sick all day. Yeah. Uh, that's how I feel at least when uh, me. Also, uh, is it is it American Thanksgiving? Are we giving are we giving people a Thanksgiving episode? Thursday? I think it might Ooh, be. it will be Thursday. Uh, maybe we'll have to do like a. Oh, is it? Uh, oh, it's next weekend. Oh, yeah. I thought it was this weekend. It's no, this, no, it's not. It's this Thursday. Yeah, it's this, 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 this coming this week coming up. So okay. on uh, on Friday, maybe we'll do a, a Thanksgiving leftovers. I don't gobble, know. We'll have to figure something out, man. Yeah, gobble yep. gobble. Uh, shout out to all those Americans out there that uh, are listening to the podcast. But yep. this has been Big Dog Ball Talk. Matt Echo and Jordan Fliegel falls at Big Dog Ball Talk. And as my good friend Jordan always says. Be careful when you're doing chores, Matt. Washing dishes. OG Ananobi cut himself uh, doing something around the home. Did you see that? <laughs> I got the stupid. I got well, the uh, the notification. Just basketball teams in a fucking bad way right now. So I'm getting uh, Draymond Green suspended. Marcus Smart oh, out. No. Draymond. Uh, OG Ananobi out. Everybody's fucking out, man. I went from being a di- uh, potential like just shit uh, shit kicking team machine, uh, and uh, yeah, now I'm bottom of the well, OG is back, uh, luckily for you. Uh, still a few more games I'm to go for Draymond. But, uh, yeah, I don't know how he did it. You know, the, you've got sharp knives in the sink. Just be careful. I don't know why someone like OG is washing his, his dishes. Get a dishwasher, man. What the hell? He would be the type of guy who would be like, no, I, I don't like that. Um, but, uh, yeah, be careful. Be careful. Be careful. Uh, handle, handle my bullets myself. <laughs>